Pastor Dad Thomas here. Church by the crosses. That's right. We're by the crosses again in our drive-in service. And I just want to say thank you for everybody for coming tonight. I appreciate it. The Kingdom Empowerment. And we're getting ready to have a good time. You're probably saying, why am I not by the crosses? Well, we had a lot of rain today. And I didn't want to put our equipment out there with all the water on the ground and all that. So I decided to meet inside Sanctuary too. But I just want to say thank you for everybody coming out to Church by the Cro- um, Church at the Crosses and um, in our drive-in service. I just want to say thank you so much. But let's go to prayer. Father, we love you. We thank you. We glorify your name. This, you're just a mighty God, Lord. You are a good God to your people. And I thank you, God, that you have a purpose, plan, and expectation for this day and all that we're doing right now, Lord. I thank you, God, that as I speak, oh God, it will bring words of encouragement to every man and every woman, every boy and girl that is watching, whether they're in their cars watching us right now here at the church or they're watching us by internet. God, you know the desires of their heart, Lord God. And I thank you right now in the name of Jesus as they op- operate in their by faith right now in seeking you right now God I thank you right now Lord that you will answer the desires of their heart Lord and we just give you praise we just give you glory we give you honor as I preach your word today God it will not fall upon deaf ears but God it will establish your purpose plan and expectation and in everyone's life, Lord. And we thank you, God, through this preaching of the gospel, souls will be saved, healed, restored, and transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Can you repeat this after me? Because every service we have here at Abundant Living Ministries, we make our decree unto God. I want you to repeat this after me. Today, we decree Jesus, the written word, is our salvation, healer, restorer. We decree the Holy Spirit is our transformer. Today, we activate our faith in God's sophisticated life of abundance for all of the ALM family. We decree the four corners of the earth have been purposed, planned, and expected by God with 500 families of affluence to join this church. We speak to the North to give up families of power and influence. We speak to the South to give up families of royalty and prestige. We speak to the East to give up families of brilliance and inventiveness. We speak to the West to give up families of kingdom wealth. We speak to our ministering angels to go forth and prepare the way for ALM's ministry of engagement called evangelism. This decree in Jesus' name shall be established and the light of God will shine upon it. Amen and amen. If you believe that right now, I want you to beep your horns right now. Let God know that you are alive and well and you believe in this decree. Amen. Praise God. Now, we we make this decree every day of our lives. Why? Because we know, according to the scriptures in this word that I hold in my hand, if we make this decree, God is going to act upon it. And we make this decree, Abundant Living Ministries, every day. Why? Because we know God, as we make this decree, is going to move on our faith. And when we speak this decree by faith, we know 
Abundant living ministries. That means you and me are going to receive a mighty reward from God. And what is that reward? We're looking for people that are hungry for holiness, righteousness, and sanctification. We're looking for people that are hungry for revival. Why? Because that's what we're preaching here. We're preaching revival. We're preaching that we are God's instrument on this earth to bring forth revival. And I challenge you every day as a pastor of Abundant Living Ministries to make this decree to the north, the south, and the east to west. Why? Because there's families out there that need to be saved, that need to be healed, that need to be restored, and they need to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when they come into an environment like Abundant Living Ministries, I'm telling you, it's going to not only do what we're decreeing, but it's going to bless them with God's abundance. And I'm telling you, make this decree. Amen? But we're not done yet. Do you have your Bibles? Do you have your Bibles? Let's, let's make our, our pledge. Repeat this after me. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I make it a lamp under my feet, a light under my path. I hide its word in my heart that I will not sin against God. I'm telling you, man, if you made that decree and you made that pledge unto God, you hide this word in your heart. And I'm telling you, if you hide this word in your heart, I'm telling you right now, you will not. I guarantee you this. You will not sin against God. You won't. You won't sin against God. Why? Because you're hiding its word. You're hiding Jesus, the written word, in your life. You're hiding it inside of you. And when the, the adversities of, 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 of the principalities of the air come, come at you from the north, the south, and east, the west, you're going to overcome them. Why? You're going to be able to resist the devil and watch him flee from you. Why? Because you have taken this word and you have hidden it in your heart. And when you do that, you will triumph over the devil. So right now, let's clap our hands. Let's raise our hands and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Amen. Why? Because we have a God that's in control of our lives. Amen. Amen. And amen. I just want to share with you today on this Saturday here by the crosses on our drive-in service. I want to share with you today that we are God's instrument. I truly believe that we are God's instrument on this earth. In these exciting times that we're living in, we are God's instrument on this earth. As his church, called by his name, Abundant Living Ministries, who has been called by his name, we are his instrument on this earth to preach the good news, to preach the goodness of God, the love of God, and the very best of God. That is who God is. He loves you unconditionally to the point where he so loved the world that he gave you Jesus. He gave you Jesus. And if you look behind me right now, it says here where the crosses are, it says Jesus saves. It says this behind me, Jesus saves. That's exactly right. That is the God that loved us so much. He gave us a savior who saved us from what? Sin, sickness, disease, affliction, debt, principalities of the air, the strongholds, evil, iniquity, lawlessness. He saved us from everything, depression, mental, mental issues, anxiety. 
He saved us. And because he loved us so much, we as his church have been given a purpose, have been given a plan, and have been given by an expect, God's expectation to be his instrument on this earth to bring about this truth to people that are lost and dying and going to hell. That's right. We are his church, Abundant Living Ministries. You, the church, called by his name. We don't have time to play in sin. We don't have time to waller in iniquity. No, we are called by God to be holy, to be righteous, and to be sanctified unto him. In these times, in these exciting times, revival is going to birth. Revival is here. Revival is going to take place. Wherever you go, wherever I go, we are God's instrument to, to bring forth revival. That's right, revival. Remember, if it wasn't for resurrection... We would not have revival. Resurrection had to happen to pave the road to revival. And guess what? Pentecost is coming. May 31st is Pentecost. And this resurrection that has taken place has paved the road for revival. And in the meantime, as the church, who is called by his name, travels on this road, we are the instruments of God's love God's goodness and God's very best. We are his instruments to birth revival in people, to revive people back to God. People need to breathe what God is breathing. Amen? I want you to turn to Mark chapter 16. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 20, and he said unto them, this is Jesus speaking, before he ascended into heaven, he said unto them, go ye, the, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Now what I want you to see here is that you see the church. You see these disciples who've been called by Jesus. Who, you remember the story when he walked by the Sea of Galilee. He was calling disciples, says, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. We see these very men. They have been called. They have been called by God. They have been instructed by Jesus to preach this good news. But when they saw Jesus ascend, they didn't stop. They went out. They went forth and preached everywhere. They were acting out what Jesus commanded them to do. They were his instrument on this earth. Each disciple understood this. They understood their role as an instrument of God. They didn't worry about what they did not know, but they put their faith in what Jesus told them to do. Let me ask you this right now. How do you walk today? Do you walk in fear or do you walk by faith? Because if you are a person that walks by fear, guess what? You cannot be the instrument of God. If you're not the instrument of God, you're an instrument of the devil. Because God don't speak fear. 
God speaks life. His life gives you gives gives you an abund gives you abundance of his of his goodness and his very best. Fear does the opposite. Fear takes away. Fear bogs you down. Fear will take the joy out of you. But these disciples understood something. They understood they were called by, by God. They were instructed by Jesus to be this instrument on this earth to bring forth revival, to bring forth the good news. If we, by faith, if we the church who is called by his name, if we practice this as these disciples practice this, we'll see miracles. You'll see miracles. If you walk according to your faith and you live according to this word, right here, according to this word, you walk by faith, not by sight. You walk by faith. You walk by faith in the, in the, in the, in the intent of God's, of, of the intent of God, who God is. You walk according to that in faith and you read the scripture and you follow the scripture. You're willing and obedient. Miracles will follow. Miracles will follow. That is exactly what those disciples did. They watched Jesus ascend and then they turned around and began to preach everywhere. They began to preach the good news. And it didn't stop there because once they began to preach the good news, out of obedience to the instructions of Jesus, the Lord came up behind them and began to work with them. And he confirmed the word that they were preaching, the good news, was signs and wonders. God's no respecter of persons. If you live, in according, if you live according to, uh, by, by faith, if you walk and live by faith, and you live according to the scriptures, in other words, you're willing and obedient to it, signs and wonders will follow you. Signs and wonders will follow you. It's in the word right now. This word is yea and amen. It cannot return void. It cannot return back to God. It, it, it has to do what it says it will do. And I'm telling you, according to your faith, let me ask you something. Are you a faith walker? Are you a tongue talker? Are you a Bible believer? Then guess what? Get ready for miracles. Get ready for the supernatural power of God. If you are faith, if you are faith walker, tongue talking Bible believer, miracles will follow. Miracles will be seen. Why? Because we are a witness of this truth. We are the instrument of God. That's right. You sitting in that car, watching by internet, in your home, wherever you may be. You are the instrument that God has purposed, planned, and expected this day, right now, right now, this day, to be his instrument, to bring forth change, a change of attitude, a change of living, a living, living in a way of not ungodliness, but living in holiness and righteousness, being sanctified, in other words, separated, separated themselves from this world and the things of this world. Listen, listen to me, the things of this world, listen to me. When it's all said and done, when you stand before God, you, can't, you won't take your house with you. You're not going to take your car with you. You're not even going to take the clothes on your back, the shoes on your feet. You can't take none of that with you. So separate yourself from that. Keep your eyes on the prize. What is prize? What is that prize? Jesus, eternal life with Jesus Christ, eternal life with your heavenly father, eternal life with the Holy Spirit. That is the prize for all eternity, 
Let go. Separate yourself. Be sanctified. Be, be separate yourself from the things of this world. Listen to me, the things of this world, it's amazing how everybody has invested in the things of this world and in the times and in the exciting times, all these things that we're invested in have shut down. So where's your return? Where is your return in all the investments in this world? You don't see it. Matter of fact, it's all going. And the government is trying to do everything they can to revise it. Revive it, excuse me. But, he, but it won't work. Why? Because these things are, they're not eternal. What's eternal is this right here. Your soul. That's eternal. That's why, you, that's why God's coming back for a church that's holy, righteous, and sanctified. Because that's eternal. We're not, we're, not a, we're, not, we're not hanging on to the things of this world. Why? Because you can't take them with you. But you can take holiness with you. You can take righteousness with you. And you can take sanctification with you. But you can't take the things of this world. But those that are willing and obedient and allow themselves to be used by God, they're going to make a difference. They're going to make a difference. They're going to make an impact on people's lives. People are going to remember the impact that they brought in people's lives. How do I know that? Turn to Isaiah chapter 60. In Isaiah chapter 60, I love this, because it shows us God, who God is. And it shows you how God always follows up the word. He always follows up, as he said in Mark chapter 16, as they preach the good news. God always follows up with signs and wonders. And here we go. Isaiah chapter 60, starting in verse 1. We're going to read 1 through 11. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see all they gather, all they gather themselves together. For they come to thee. Thy son shall come from the far, and thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come upon thee. The multitude of camels shall cover thee. The dromedaries of Midian and the Ephod, and they from Sheba shall come the, come come they shall bring gold and incense and they shall show forth the praises of the lord all the flocks of kindor shall be gathered together unto thee the rams of of Nebaeth shall minister unto thee they shall come up with acceptance on my altar and i will glorify the house of my glory who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Surely the isles shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far, the, their silver and their gold with them unto the name of the, of the Lord thy God and the Holy One of Israel because he hath glorified thee. And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls, and their kings shall minister un, unto thee. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I have mercy on thee. Therefore the gates shall be opened continually. They shall not be shut day or night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles, and their kings may be brought. What is that telling us right here? When we operate as the instrument of God that God has purposed, 
plan and expected of the church. This right here, Isaiah 60, is the follow-up of God. God says, I'm getting ready to do something for you. I'm going to bring the supernatural power of my blessing, of my abundance upon you. Well, in other words, you don't have time to shut the, shut the doors. Anytime you think I'm shutting the doors, there's going to be people knocking at your door. People are going to be coming from the north, the south, and the east, and west. They're going to be bringing the abundance to you. Why? Because anytime you preach the good news, God always follows up with his abundance. Oh, I wish you to just catch a hold of that. That's why you need to understand your purpose, plan, and expectation of God. You need to understand we are the instrument, his church, on this earth, in these exciting times, to preach this good news. And when you preach this good news, the devils are going to flee. Sickness and disease are going to flee. Plagues are going to flee. Everything that does not line up with this word, they're going to flee. Why? Because they, they cannot stand up against this truth. They cannot defeat the, the word of God. Because the, the devil's already been defeated by Jesus Christ. So they're going to flee from you. And the only thing that's going to come your way is the abundance of God. You be the instrument of God. You be that instrument. ALM. As we stay willing and obedient to this word right here, to this good news, to this good news, when we stay willing and obedient to it, we'll eat the good of the land. You'll eat the good of the land. You will eat the good of the land. You will sit at the master's table and you will dine. You will dine and you will eat and you will be blessed of the Lord and highly favored. If you just stay willing and obedient and be that instrument in these exciting times that we're living in, in these exciting times, you're not going to be moved by what you see, what you hear. And what man is saying, the only thing that's going to move you is thus saith the Lord, this good news. Because if you allow God to move you, you will be directed in where to go and what to do. And if you do, if you do according to what God tells you to do, he will bless you. He will, over, he will overflow you with the blessing of the Lord. And that is what this is all about. That is what... It's all about being God's instrument so we can bring forth the good news to a lost and dying world so we can see a turnaround in their lives so they can, be, they can have kingdom status just like you and me. And I pray today, I challenge you to keep reading this word. Keep reading it. Keep studying it. Keep praying it. Keep speaking it. And keep sowing it. Keep sowing it. Keep sowing seed. Keep sowing seed. Sowing the seed of what God has given you. You sow, you sow, you sow, you sow. You don't stop sowing. Even if it doesn't rain, you still sow. Even if it's raining, you still sow. You sow what this word is telling you to do. Why? Because in, when, when these famines happen, when, this, when the circumstance happen, you're protected. Why? Because those that are willing and obedient will always eat the good of the land. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. But let me tell you something. God backs it up and he's very stern. But those in verse 20 of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 20 he says, But those that rebel against his word will fall upon the sword. Will fall upon the sword. And how many people, we probably know them by name, 
have disobeyed this word and they have decided to go their own way. They decided not to be the instrument of God, but they have decided to be an instrument of rebellion. And because of their disobedience, they have fallen upon the sword of circumstance, of situation, of sickness and disease. It's not God, people. God does not make anybody sick. He is and forever will be loved. He is love. God is love. He will not cause you to get sick. Disobedience, rebellion, iniquity, lawlessness causes sickness, disease, poverty, debt. But if you stay true to the word of God and you read it, you study it, you pray it, you speak it, and you sow it, you will always eat the good of the lamb. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's not raining. I don't care if the flood, I'm up to here in the flood, and the wind is blowing. Doesn't stop for me reading, studying, and praying, speaking and sowing. Because I know the enemy may come in like a flood, but God says he's raising up a standard. I don't care how deep the flood may be. I will not drown. I will not lose nothing. God will provide. That's the God we serve. Stay continually in his word. Make it a lamp under your feet, a light under your path. Hide its words in your heart so you do not sin against God. And remember, wherever you go, be his instrument. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Father, I just thank you. I just thank you for your word. I've preached your gospel. Now, I thank you, Father, right now, Lord, that your signs and wonders will follow. Father, I don't know who's watching right now, but you do. I don't know who's in that car right now, but you do, Lord. And I ask you right now, Holy Spirit, you are the resource of the provision of God. And God, in, in his love, his unconditional love, has given us everything. He's given us everything. He has given us salvation. He has provided for salvation, healing, restoration, and transformation. And Holy Spirit, you are the resource of that provision. And wherever they are, whoever's watching today, whether they live in the north, the south, and the east and west, I thank you, Holy Spirit, you speak directly to them. Open their eyes and let them see how much God loves them. Open their ears so they will only hear one voice, and that is the voice of God. Open their heart right now to receive all that God has purposed for them, that has planned for them, that has, ex has brought expectation to for their life, Lord. God, open their heart, Lord, so they will receive. I thank you, Father, right now, Lord. If you're sick in your body, I speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. That you bring forth healing right now, Jesus, from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I, I speak to every plague. I, I speak every, every, every sickness, disease, I speak every ungodly thing that has attached itself to your flesh. I rebuke it right now from the root. I curse the root of it in the name of Jesus. That familiar spirit, I command you to let him go in the name of Jesus. For God, I thank you right now. I can have what I say. I can have what I pray. I have preached your word. And because I preached your word, signs and wonders will follow. To stretch forth your faith right now to my faith. And, and speak it right now. Jesus, right now, save me. Save me from my sins. Save me 
from my sickness and disease. Save me from my torment and pain. Free me now in Jesus' name. Heal me now, Jesus. Heal me right now from this, from this circumstance, this situation. Restore me back to the Father. Jesus, restore me back right now to the Father who created me in His likeness and image. Holy Spirit, transform me to kingdom status right now that I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am free and I have the joy of the Lord as my strength. I have Jesus. I have Jesus on me right now. And because I have Jesus on me right now, devils have to let go. Principalities of there have to release me. They cannot, they cannot touch me anymore because I am protected by my God. If you have said that right now, I truly believe Jesus has saved you. Jesus has healed you. And Jesus has restored you. And the Holy Spirit has transformed you to kingdom status. Right now, say, Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. Fill me with your Holy Ghost power. Fill me with your power that I know that I know that I am right with God. Fill me with such power that I know that I am free. Fill me with that Holy Ghost power. Just like you filled those disciples in that upper room. So I can show forth the evidence in my walk, in my talk, in how I live in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I truly believe if you said that by faith, you are born again. You have been made right, holy, righteous, and sanctified. And right now, we're going to take communion. Right now, we're going to take communion. And if you are not ready yet, those that are watching the internet, go run over there, grab your, go get some bread, go get some, go get some water, go get something to drink so we can have, represent the bread, the, the body, and the cup which represents the blood. Go run out there and go get it because we're getting ready to take communion. Why? Because this is the promise every time we take this communion. It's a promise to us that we know we walk in divine life, that we physically, right now, this flesh has been made whole. That's why we take this bread. This bread represents the body of Christ. Jesus paid an awesome price so we can have divine, divine, divine life in our physical bodies. That sickness and disease has no more say so. Why? Because it has to line up with the word. And the word says we're being made whole. So we take this bread right now. Hold up your bread. Say, Father, we take this bread by faith, decreeing that our physical bodies have been made whole. Sickness and disease, affliction has no more say so. My body belongs to Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Let's take the breath. Hallelujah. Now be a testimony of God's supernatural power over your physical body. Be a testimony of God's healing power right now. Let the world know that you've been made whole by Jesus Christ. Amen. The cup. The cup represents the blood of Christ. We take this by faith knowing sin's power has been broken once and for all. The lamb that was slain, Jesus Christ, he was the lamb that was slain. He was the ultimate sacrifice. And because he was willing and obedient, he, his body was sacrificed so we can have eternal life. So we can be made right once and for all with our heavenly father. 
We no longer have to go through anybody. We can go directly to our Abba Father, our Daddy God, because of Jesus Christ. Our names, because of this, are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's right. There's a book in heaven that has our names on it. And we take this cup by faith knowing that we are redeemed from the curse of the law in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, right now that this church who's been called by your name, Abundant Living Ministries, we will be your instrument from this day forward. We will be an instrument of the Most High God. We will preach your good news. We will preach your good news wherever we go. We will let the world know that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus restores, and the Holy Ghost transforms. Amen, amen, and amen.